Hello, everybody. Good afternoon. So there you all are. So we're going to switch gears from uh, LPG, and before we go into tankers, talk a little bit about um, a new company, Dry Ships, or rather the new Dry Ships. Um, many of you may know that the company went public in, uh, back in 2005. Uh, I was the banker uh, when, when we took the company public uh, back then uh, in an offering that was many, many times oversubscribed. Uh, before we talk about the new dry ships, though, let's talk about the old. Uh, in uh, late, uh, early rather, 2015, at the onset of what ended up being the worst dry bulk market in uh, recent memory, you know, in a 24-month period in 15 and 16, uh, dry ships had 39 dry bulk carriers and 10 tankers, so 49 ships. Unfortunately, along with those ships, it also had half a billion dollars of debt. Um, as the market started deteriorating rapidly, the company embarked in an asset sale program, downsizing its balance sheet, uh, whereby 29 assets were sold in a period of about 18 months, shedding off 270 million of the uh, 500 million dollars uh, debt. I would note that most of the assets were sold at levels that uh, are, are uh, above even today's levels, with the market having improved. Um, and also that the banks uh, that were associated with the $270 million of debt were made whole. Uh, and that by mid-2016, the company found, in, uh, the, found itself in the following predicament. It had assets worth $72 million and debt of $218 million. It hadn't paid principal or interest to its banks for about 12 months. As a result, it was very likely at the time that the banks would um, move in and liquidate uh, the company. And, as, and I would also add that in, uh, other companies in the similar predicament would have already been liquidated at the time. Dry ships, though, chose a different path. And it's almost like a restructuring, but doing it out of court and utilizing the vast trading liquidity of the stock to basically recapitalize, re-equitize, if you will, uh, the balance sheet. Between May of 2016 and uh, August of 2017, the company raised $710 million. The result of that was that the negative NAV of $150 million, negative, became $700 million plus positive NAV. Uh, with that capital, the company bought more assets and ended up effectively where it is today and what we refer to as the, uh, the new dry ships. This way of recapitalizing the company resulted in a, in, in a uh, fleet that's much healthier, stronger, less leveraged than would have been otherwise possible under any kind of uh, restructuring, in court or out of court. And with that, we go to slide six. Where we see the situation today. We have 21 bulk carriers, um, four modern tankers. The dry bulk carriers are eight years old. The tankers are four and a half years old. Four modern VLGCs, one years old, one year old. Uh, six OSVs, albeit because of the situation in the offshore drilling uh, industry, uh, they're tied up, cold stacked. 
and we also have a 49% interest in uh, Hydemar. As I mentioned before, the, in addition to the modern assets, the NAV of the company is $759 million, or $7.23 per share. Net leverage is 23%, so effectively one of the least leveraged balance sheets uh, in the sector. In terms of latest developments, there are two key developments that I would like to note. One is that the revolver that was provided by the company's founder, Mr. Economo, to support the company during the restructuring, provide capital to do deals with the banks, as well as to fund operations, has been fully equitized and part of it paid off. In its place, we have $302 million of new bank debt. Half of that bank debt is associated with the uh, VLGCs, the four uh, LPG carriers of the, of the fleet. So here you see the picture from an ownership standpoint. In August of last year, the company did a private placement to Mr. Economo, effectively converting uh, his credit line, the revolver, into equity at $2.75 uh, a share. At the same time, the company did a rights offering, uh, effectively inviting all of its shareholders to also participate at the same price, $2.75 a share. Unfortunately, not many um, of the shareholders participated. As a result, Mr. Economo was the backstop for that. He equitized an additional uh, debt um, for the rights offering and ended up owning 69.5% of the company. What's interesting is that despite the 30.5%, 30.4% to be exact, free float, that free float trades every day at such a level that 10% that of it changes hands on a daily basis, day in and day out. Uh, said in another way, 3% of the total shares outstanding of dry ships, which are about 104 million, uh, trade on a daily basis. It's the most liquid stock, it was and continues to be the most liquid stock in the tanker and dry bulk space. And what do you do when you have a liquid stock? Well, you incubate other public companies. Uh, this way, you can take, for example, the four LPG gas carriers that we have, and you can spin off that entire segment. You create a new public company by dividending the stock to your shareholders, which again takes advantage of your own high stock trading liquidity, a much better, more efficient way as opposed to an IPO. So the plan is, the first step in the transition of dry ships into a pure dry bulk company is shedding 49% of its LPG business to shareholders. Um, this way you can retain the $150 million without debt, without bank consent. And eventually the idea is to spin off the remaining 51% or sell it. At the same time, uh, the prospectus of this new company called Gas Ships is written in such a way that it will enable uh, an expansion into the LNG business, LNG carrier segment, as well as the LPG. And now let's look at the earnings potential of the company. I'll skip the market overview because I think there, there have been a lot of good speakers on this subject. 
and I'll focus on the earnings of the company, provi particularly provided that we don't have any, uh, given that we don't have any equity research analysts. We have four uh, uh, tankers and 21 dry bulk carriers, all trading in the spot market. So obviously the vast exposure that we have is in the dry bulk car segment. Uh, even with $10,000 earnings for our tankers for 2018, two of them are uh, Aframaxes, there's one Suez Max and one VLCC, we're at the top part of this row, and you can see that if the dry bulk segment, which is also made of Kamsar Maxes, Newcastle Maxes, and Panamaxes, earns $15,000 to $20,000 a day, our EBITDA ranges from 70 to $107 million. That's a good number, but what does it mean? It means that on an EV to EBITDA basis, we would trade anywhere from 5.7 to 8 times. The peer group is trading at 9.5 times at the present time. So again, there's a lot of earnings potential, there's a lot of unhidden value. And going now to the uh, NAV, price to NAV rather, what we see here is that we have a discount with the stock today trading at $4.15. Uh, it was up quite a lot today actually and has been up a lot over the last 30 days. Hopefully it doesn't crash after my speech. Um, we have a discount of about 42%. Now even the famous George Economou discount is not that large, I can assure you. Uh, the peer group is trading at about a 15, sometimes 20% discount. So there is a bit, bit of an arbitrage there. Uh, we are we have instituted a stock repurchase program to the tune of $50 million. And as we're buying back some of the stock, we obviously don't want to buy too much of the stock at uh, the detriment of the trading liquidity. Uh, it should help close the gap. So the next steps that you should expect from the company are to complete the spin-off of the gas carriers. Um, we we, we may include additional tankers and then spin off that business as well to our shareholders. That way dry ships will be left as a pure dry bulk vehicle. We will focus primarily on Newcastle Maxes, Cape Sizes and Panamaxes uh, in terms of ship sizes. Uh, and again, the company at this point, having raised a massive amount of capital, equity capital, is committed to raise additional capital, but in more traditional uh, offerings, uh, always, you know, buying additional assets uh, in the dry bulk space and growing the company. Thank you very much.